Hermes draw near, and to my prayer incline, in arts gymnastic, and in fraud divine. Dire weapon of the tongue which men revere, be present, Hermes, in thy suppliant here. Welcome to Third Eye Bind, episode 14, The Moon. Hi, I'm Laura. And I'm Caitlin. And welcome to Third Eye Bind. This week, we are discussing the moon. The moon. (laughs) If you love Third Eye Bind, we would love for you to like, subscribe, leave us a review. And if you really love us, you're welcome to join us on Patreon at patreon.com slash thirdeyebind. And give us a follow on Instagram as well. Instagram.com slash third eye bind pod. Third eye bind pod. Mm-hmm. And thank you for all of your your comments and kind words and shares so far. We really appreciate it. And just getting like a nice comment honestly makes my day. It's amazing. I'm like honestly really in a wonderful way, overwhelmed and excited by all of yeah. the support we've been receiving. So thank you so much. Thank you. It's very affirming. Mm-hmm. And we're glad you like us. <laughs> we strive to be liked. We strive to be liked. <laughs> or at least be paid attention to. <laughs> we just need a lot of attention. That's the truth. And accolade. <laughs> so thank you. So thank you. It goes a long way. <laughs> it, really, it really does. Thank you so much for sharing our TikToks and Reels, for telling your friends, and for your support. It's amazing. Yeah, and for, you know, taking away something from it. It really, you know, mm. we're really trying to talk about some stuff that doesn't get attention or that needs to be talked about more and really embracing the trickster within mm-hmm. us both. And so, yeah. yeah, glad that that's resonating. That's Absolutely. very cool. It's really neat. So thank yeah. you. All Ooh, right. The moon. The moon. Before we begin, okay. let's, or I guess in order to begin. In order to in begin. In order to begin. Let's go ahead and pull some cards. Ooh, some cards. If it's the moon Ooh. card, I'm gonna shit. I've been feeling lots of like buzzing since I got to the set today. Yeah, no, I, it's a good. I've, there's a lot of good vibes going on. So, oh, I pulled an interesting card. Oh, I pulled the Ace of Pentacles, and I'm curious what the song is. Hmm. I, I don't I dance know. now. I make money moves. It's Cardi B. Yeah, <laughs> I love this. So I kind of the first thing that came to my mind is that. The Ace of Pentacles is a giant disc coming from the heavens, which kind of resonates with what the moon looks yeah. like when she's big and she's full. Yeah. And when you think about the full moon, and we're definitely going to get into lunar phases yeah. and the magic behind them in the show. When you think about the full moon, this is the time when the intentions that you've set begin to come to fruition. Mm -hmm. Those seeds begin to sprout and blossom and bloom and offer you fruit. All of the hard work that you put in to the magic and the mundane starts to produce real results in the tangible world. And the Ace of Pentacles is that moment of 
Ooh, reward. So I actually adore this for the full moon. I think that's really cool. That card really resonates with me right now, personally. Tell me. That's interesting. There's just a lot of things going on behind the scenes that are really exciting for me. Yeah. Including this show, honestly. Mm. So I feel like that's sort of a card after we just thanked everybody for all, all the abundance that you've been giving us that we pulled that. Uh, and I'm so I'm so <laughs> like <laughs> I'm so magically connected to the moon and we'll get into that that I feel like that was sort of that's a really like affirming message for just us and things that are happening. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh. I'm gonna cry now. <laughs> I, got, I got emotional. No, it's like that's really, so lunar. That's, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I that's know. So that's such a nice like personal pull mm-hmm. for today. For me too. Because when you think about the moon, and you know that's a very specific f- phase that mm-hmm. c- that came up. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's mm-hmm. maybe where we should begin or sort of talk about like full moons. Yeah. What do you think about full moons? What do you think about the moon in general? What is your relationship with the moon? So I think I, like many young and old and in-between witches, (laughs) share this like origin story of being enchanted Mm. and utterly fascinated by the moon since for as long as I can remember. And as I got older and began to investigate witchcraft on my own, the moon was certainly the starting point Mm. for how to engage in like pagan style magic, how to engage in magic that was separate from religion or spirituality. Um, I call the moon grandmother. Or mom. Mm -hmm. That's so weird that you said that. And when I invoke the spirits before every client session or group session, I always call to Grandmother Moon before we begin. Father, Son, and Grandmother Moon. And, you know, despite calling her grandmother, I've always been so fascinated by her many faces Mm -hmm. and that triple moon energy that we see, you know, mother made it in crone. You see it all over the world mm-hmm. in many different pantheons and spiritualities. And I don't know, the moon is like my secret keeper. When I was going through active addiction, like the moon was my solace and my refuge And the moon was also like when she was really full when I would act out the most. Mm -hmm. And even still, I feel (laughs) super activated when the full moon comes out now. Mm -hmm. I like, I want to do fucking magic and I want to feel magical. I do feel magical and I want to act upon it. And I just like, I just love her so much. Mm -hmm. I love the moon so much. What about you, Laura? Uh, Oh, Um, uh, the moon I I think of as a mother Mm -hmm. I say like mother moon or Mm -hmm. yeah it's definitely like 
when I thought about what I wanted to talk about on this episode, I was sort of like, what do I say about mom? I know. What is there to say? I mean, for me, that the moon literally is what called me to witchcraft. Mm -hmm. Literally talked to me. It was the end that it was the complete beginning. It was just there and was just like a magnet to mm-hmm. me as a as a child mm-hmm. and really led me to d- do witchcraft and be honestly mm-hmm. or to you know c- to connect to the earth in a way that I was able to develop being a witch, which is what I was meant to be in this life. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that, yeah, it's a lot of our origin stories and not, not for some people it's not. And I, I find that really cool that some people have a relationship with it and some people don't, Mm -hmm. but I feel like it's, it's such an, it's such an obvious celestial being in the sky. It's such a beacon. It's such a magnetic force that it, you can't help but notice her. Mm. Mm-hmm. And I feel like truly if, if you, like on a spiritual level, I feel like she's the caller. I feel like for a lot of, she's the, the come little children. Absolutely. She's the Sarah Sanderson of the. She beckons us. <laughs> yeah, of yeah. our universe. Mm-hmm. Um, for Earth, at least. I just truly believe that for witches, that's one of the ways that you can. If, maybe if you aren't on the path, that you can <laughs> be saved mm-hmm. is what came. That's very Jesus y, but. She does. Honestly, that's of, what popped in my head. Yeah. Like, like for me, it saved me from a life of I don't know what, not being connected in that way. Mm-hmm. So mm. that's terrifying to me. So I owe that glowing thing in the sky like everything. That's why my company is named Lady Moon Co. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have like seven moon tattoos. Like, there's, mm-hmm. it's just my... It's the complete center of my practice. It's the complete reference point for, like, everything that I've ever done with witchcraft. It's just Mm -hmm. sort of, it's like my Jesus. Mm -hmm. Truly. I loved that candle that you did. Oh, my moon Jesus design. (laughs) Yeah, I did. I did a She is Risen design where the moon is Jesus. So good. It's a statement. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it that's sort of I mean to put it lightly that's Absolutely. what it means to me. I want to go back to this idea of the moon as mother. Yeah. Um I love that you said the moon kind of saved you from not having a path and I think yeah. that's a very maternal energy to like gent- not to force. No. But to present repeatedly. And, repeatedly. Gently and repeatedly. And gently until you were like, okay, this is yeah. this is for me. Yeah. And when I go back to when I was using all of the time, like for me, the moon was like, you're not unworthy. I'm not going to discard you yeah. just because you're being a little shit right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like 
the moon keeps coming back, um, much like the sun. And I was afraid to see myself. So I didn't want, you know, daylight, ah, vampire. Right. Um, but the moon was always there for me and letting me know that like, I wasn't as worthless as I had convinced myself that I was. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the moon saved me too. The moon kept me connected to my magic enough to be able to ultimately pull myself Absolutely. out of the mess. Absolutely. And like, that's, that's like a mother's love to yeah. look at your kid, like going through the worst of it and say like, I'm still here whenever you're ready. I'm still here. Like that's, I was also a little shit and mm-hmm. was an addict in my own way. Mm-hmm. I was addicted to pot, so. <laughs> Full disclosure, you can be addicted to pot. It can happen. You can be addicted you to literally addicted anything. To <laughs> cereal. Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's very uh, half-baked of me. It's like the scene with uh, um, Bob Sackett. <laughs> and uh, Dave Chappelle when he's at the AA, the AA thing or whatever. Anyways. <laughs> yeah, it... But it, she was always there as a reference to look up and visually see and connect with. And, mm-hmm. and it wasn't judgmental. Mm-hmm. It was just sort of constantly there reminding me exactly what you said, that, that you're still worthy. I'm not judging you. Is this how people feel about God? Like, like Christian God for sure is oh, very kind of, critical. <laughs> oh, I can, yeah, I guess yeah, a little more critical, but just sort of like an omnipresent being. But like Mary, yeah, not judgmental at all. Mary, super cool. Also, a lunar spirit. She's yeah. always standing on top of the crescent moon, and she's often pictured at night with the stars surrounding mm-hmm. her head, and with a full belly, which mm-hmm. is a very full moon mm-hmm. energy. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it's so true that it was just there and gentle and guiding and constant. Mm-hmm. But in her own special way, you know, like the sun is rises every morning and mm-hmm. we get that however many hours of brightness and they show up the same way every day. But the moon like honors the fluctuations of our moods and our experiences. And I don't know, there's just something so special about the way she fades into the darkness Mm. and comes back to life slowly. She's giving us variety. Absolutely. (laughs) I'm trying to think about how I would feel if the moon was full every day. You wouldn't appreciate the nuance. Mm -mm. We maybe wouldn't appreciate the fullness of her if we didn't have the in-between phases Mm -hmm. to contrast against. And when you think about like how close she is to Earth Mm -hmm. compared to the sun, like it might almost be too much to always have the moon big and full and like bloated and the tides high. Oh, right. Well, there there are scientific reasons and natural reasons Mm -hmm. for why there are moon phases and those things affect the tides Mm -hmm. and Earth's wobble. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that... Mm -hmm. That's just the way the world... 
<laughs> works. As the world turns. And it's all very scientific and complicated, but it has an effect. Mm-hmm. Just and like the sun does. Yeah. Well, and even from like a magical standpoint, you know, what came through at the beginning with the tarot card is that the full moon is the time of the harvest mm-hmm. of all of the hard work we've been doing. And we can't always be in that phase. There's work that goes into getting us there in, in nature, in magic, in life. And the phases of the moon show us that like, we can be patient with ourselves. It's not always going to be the ace of pentacles every day. Mm-hmm. And we shouldn't be hard on ourselves if we're not producing every single day. The moon is like, yes. take 28, work on something yeah. slowly. I see love what comes that. from that. I love that you said that because I feel like a lot of people put a lot of pressure on themselves to perform during certain phases they need to do a ritual every month they need to mm. they need to do all these things in all these certain phases and if you do if you do something off on a phase that's not it's not meant to be on that phase that it's not going to work and i just think that's malarkey mm-hmm. <laughs> because exactly what you said the moon is it's it's saying take your time there mm-hmm. will i will come again yes i will always come back like there is this need to perform for me like i will be and and honestly i don't do a ritual every full moon me either i don't do ritual unless i'm there for it Mm -hmm. unless my energy is there otherwise Mm -hmm. what's the point Mm -hmm. you can do little things and commune with things and entities and bodies yeah it doesn't always have to be a giant performance planned performance and it can be it can be if that's what feels good in the moment but like the moon is still there even if all you're doing is acknowledging that she's present acknowledging what phase she's in and what phase you're in as she rises in the sky Mm -hmm. it might not align a lot of the times it doesn't but Mm -hmm. when it does that's cool but also the particular phases there are traditional means of like using those phases, yeah. right? I wrote some of them down. Yeah, so traditionally notes. it's like the new moon you plant your seeds and then mm-hmm. the full moon you harvest those benefits. Mm-hmm. And then it's kind of and then you yeah. know the waxing and waning and waxing there's, and there's in between. But and that's a good like starting point, I think it's important to know those things, but I don't adhere to that all the time. Sometimes on the full moon, I am tired. Yeah. Or maybe on the full moon, I want to, instead of like harvesting, I want to give and I want to plant a seed Mm -hmm. because I just think the energy is the energy and you can manipulate that the way that you want to manipulate it based on where you're at. Well, and when you think about gardening by the moon... Um, not all seeds and plants grow the same way. Yeah. So there are certain plants that are better to grow during, like better to plant during the full moon. And there are certain that are better to plant during the new moon. Mm -hmm. And I think it has something to do with plants that grow down, like roots, root vegetables, Mm. and then plants that grow up. Mm -hmm. Um, So it makes sense that like our magic is not always going to align exactly by 
the moon phases for magic. And I do think it can be helpful, especially when you're new yeah. to witchcraft to have some sort of guidelines. Um, but it's okay if, you know, maybe it's a waning moon, but you need to do a banishing spell. Mm. Um, oh no, I think you do do that during yeah, the waning moon. That would work. Yeah. But it works anytime. But it works anytime. Yeah. Yeah. You can, it, it mean, anything you could, if some, if the moon is, is getting fuller, just think of it as, you know, your, your cup is getting fuller. Mm-hmm. Your, your ritual is almost complete and then mm-hmm. or you can do little things in between so it's like a full cycle you know and Absolutely. then when it's full it's sort of the final like yeah it's complete the final step in your ritual whatever that is like yeah. breaking shit or whatever a ritual doesn't have to be just one night <laughs> no. it can be a process <laughs> multiple days That's yes cool i think so too yeah but unlike a new moon you can plant it's like you can you can manifest something on a new moon you just plant Mm -hmm. the seed like it's Mm -hmm. just think of it in a different way Mm -hmm. or you can new moons are badass new moons are amazing the dark sky is so cool it's there there's so much possibility Mm -hmm. that you can really do it it's like a blank slate for Mm me a reset a reset and my favorite phase i really like crescent moons when it's just a little sliver. Yeah. Because there's so much possibility. Mm. And I just feel like, ooh, like, the full moon is coming. How exciting. And I just get, like, this very nice. I like half moons, too. Yeah. Half moons are underrated. I really like the mystery when the moon isn't totally full or yeah. totally gone. Like, a part of her is just slightly yeah. hidden. There's yeah. something really cool and delicious about that. Yeah. When she gives us just a little something. Yes. <laughs> it's, and all the different shapes that come out. And mm-hmm. it's just so cool to see. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you want to start working with the moon, just start going outside and just spending some time and, and looking at her. Absolutely. And, you know, they call it like drawing down the moon sometimes. Mm-hmm. It's Which is essentially just like meditating with the moon and and invoking the energy and and like a moon bath yeah you know Um, intentionally yeah spending time together intentionally communing yeah Yeah. Yeah. and it can be really simple and it's Mm -hmm. really cool (laughs) it works it's Mm -hmm. it feels good so and she leads you in so many different directions from there you know it Mm -hmm. can start really simple like laura said just sitting outside or if you can't go outside just looking at her from your window or um Mm -hmm. looking at images of the moon if you don't have access to her from the window um but it can start really small and as you develop a deeper connection, like you'll start getting whispers of what's next, what's ahead, mm-hmm. how to expand. And it's so magical. And you don't have to have like an association with any particular spiritual practice or path yeah. of witchcraft to work with the moon. Like it's she nature. belongs to all of us. She belongs to all of us. She's there. She's all of our mom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's also a really, I think that's also why it's an, it's a starting point for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's just so beautiful. You know, you know, so mysterious. 
Right. I like that saying, um, how does it go? The sun watches what I do, but the moon knows all my secrets. Yeah. The, <laughs> the dark side of the moon. Mm-hmm. The moon only shows one side of herself to us, mm-hmm. but many facets of one side. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the dark side of the moon, which is a great album. <laughs> um, the concept of that is is like the ultimate secret imagery mm-hmm. or the concept of like, she's showing herself to us and lots of variety, but there's there's still things we will never see. We never get all of her. We will never. Uh-uh. And that's to go back to like the sacredness of secrecy. Mm-hmm. That is a really good, just in your face example mm-hmm. of you don't Literally have to give it all that. away. No. You can just share the parts of yourself that you mm-hmm. feel comfortable with. And it's okay to protect your magic mm-hmm. and protect your secrets. And she does that for us. She gives us space to explore the things that maybe we don't want to share with others. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She'll bear witness to that. And, and like you said, hold it mm-hmm. and just support that. Um. The the card that I the song that I have on the moon card in our deck is a song called Sullen Girl by Fiona Apple. Mm-hmm. And the lyrics I have are at are um on the card art. Uh, and it's calm under the waves in the blue of my oblivion. Mm-hmm. And that's so the moon card. Mm-hmm. It's just it's complex. There's duality. There's the ocean. There's the ocean imagery, blue. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. And speaking of duality, (laughs) which I would love to talk about, because I always associate, for me, I associate the moon as very feminine and she, and Mm -hmm. that's sort of, those are the pronouns I have given to the moon, Mm -hmm. right? (laughs) Like for me. But it's different for everybody. Absolutely. I was sort of looking up masculine and like moon gods Mm -hmm. in different cultures and things. So uh, in uh, the Proto-Indo-European, the moon was masculine and the sun was feminine energy. Interesting. Yeah. And also in Norse, Egyptian, Hinduism, Shinto, and Sumerian cultures, they all have masculine moon deities. Yeah. Which I think is very interesting. In ancient Mexica, well, specifically the Teteo Inan complex, there are many deities associated with the moon, but three that are the most interesting to me are Tosi, um, Xochiquitzal, and Siwako'atal. And all three of them have both feminine energy and masculine energy. Mm -hmm. And what Erika Buenflor calls third gender energy. So like all of these lunar excuse me all of these lunar spirits though they rule things like witchcraft childbirth sexual union Mm. um 
sexual magic. They're also protectors and warriors mm. and fierce. Like Siwa Coatal specifically is pictured in like woman's tunic with a serpent coming out from under it. That's supposed huh. to be like a penis. <laughs> <laughs> and she's she's like, like the crone. She would be the yeah, crone. Uh huh. And then Sochi Quetzal is associated with the arts, sexual arts, flowers, like feather maiden. working. She's our maiden. Mm. And then Tosi would be our mother, and she's associated with spinning, weaving, divination, childbirth again. And she carries a mo- uh, a broom, and her headdress is a crescent. Mm usually with spools of thread on horns. it. Horns. Uh-huh. And what did horns. we talk about in the devil episode? Mm-hmm. Horns being associated with masculinity. Mm-hmm. Well, and like Isis also was a yeah. horned spirit. Mm-hmm. And she was one of the first, like the statues of Isis were some of the first to be adopted, converted into statues of the Madonna, statues of Mary. So Isis and Horus, because she nurses Uh him, they were converted into statues of Mary and Christ. And I think that's really interesting. Mm -hmm. The concept of fluidity, uh, dualism, Mm. I love. Mm -hmm. I'm a Gemini, if you didn't know. (laughs) We both are. (laughs) Duality is just a big part of who we are. Yeah, that's the concept that gender is manifested in everything. And mm-hmm. Everything has everything. Everything is everything. Everything yes. is everything. <laughs> uh, and it's just, it makes me think, like, the dark side of the moon. What is that? The other side, mm-hmm. the other the other gender energies, mm. the other, the masculine side, the feminine side, like what side are we seeing? Mm-hmm. There is no one side. Mm-mm. That's the thing about being human. We want to categorize these things, right? Mm-hmm. But the moon is fucking fluid. Mm-hmm. The moon, a lot of things are, everything is. It's But we I assign <laughs> things. We can assign you know, the energies that we need or that mm-hmm. is are reflected within ourselves onto the moon. And, you know, like I call the moon mom or grandmother yeah. and I call myself mother mm-hmm. and I'm I don't consider myself a woman. Yeah. I'm non-binary. And I always try to talk about how like mother is not exclusively female or a woman and even like in, when you get into certain cosmologies like I practice Espiritismo which is related to indigenous uh, Caribbean and African diasporic spiritualities and when you go back to the womb of all creation where everything was birthed from this womb is considered all gendered so like the mother is everything all at once Mm -hmm. and the moon is a mother and is everything all at once and I think it comes back to like this duality conversation of like I don't know it's just so delicious like that's Mm -hmm. that's fucking witchy shit to live outside the binaries to reject not even reject but to be like I don't even know what that is yeah, to just not well, to think twice Never heard about of it. it. To think twice about <laughs> mm-hmm. it and to recognize that there can be more than just one. Absolutely. Um, I wrote down the moon is fluid, undistinct, non-binary, mm-hmm. secretive, fleeting, shifting, 
mm-hmm. trickstery. A little bit trickster. A little bit trickstery yes. in that way that it's not not traditionally trickstery, but a little bit in the in the mm-hmm. way that it just shifts. She's kind of cheeky. Just kind of shifts <laughs> and definitely feels more concrete and stable to me. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that little bit of shift is I I think that's cool. It makes me think of like eclipse energy. Oh, we did talk about that. Right? And how I was like in a weird And trance. that's kind of like trickstery, the yeah. eclipse because that's not the mother moon we know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? When that's that type of moon is out and it's bringing me back to Siwa right. who's the elder. Uh-huh. And one of her embodiments is during the eclipse that she comes out and during that time she presents her malevolent traits Mm. she's Mm. not just the person who she's not just the midwife she's Mm. the fucking destroyer Mm. and i think that's i think you and i have talked about it i don't know if we've talked about it on this show but like how the goddess is not just the birther the creator she's also the destroyer the goddess carries a machete a bow a weapon for a reason yeah Artemis has a bow for a mm -hmm. fucking reason the moon gives us that connection to the destroyer side of ourselves that rage that we're allowed to have Mm -hmm. and she makes space for it Mm -hmm. again like keeping our secrets keeping our rage Mm -hmm. keeping uh, keeping these like emotions that aren't accepted or these ideas that aren't accepted by Mm -hmm. society that can't be comprehended by society Well, and like in the culture we live in now, like puritanical yeah. Christian culture is what's the standard in the United States. Yeah. Um, there's no room for rage from anyone who's not a cis man. No. A cis white man specifically. Mm-hmm. And the moon is like, come to me and express mm-hmm. yourself. I'm here. I'm here. Let me show you how. And that may be why a lot of females Mm -hmm. are attracted to the moon or a lot of you know feminine energy is attracted to Mm -hmm. the moon yeah or non-binary energy is attracted it's just like all that queer of society everyone who's not the standard that like cis male standard like she takes us all Mm -hmm. in and gives us room to be ourselves and to also be angry yeah you know i i want to talk about the triple moon because mm-hmm. the triple moon is a symbol that I love and did learn from Wicca, mm-hmm. but it is not a Wiccan origin symbol. No. The concept <laughs> of the triple goddess mm-hmm. is like you just demonstrated multicultural. Yeah. Not just it's universal. It's universal. And it can be found in many different cultures. Yes. And that's a beautiful example that mm-hmm. you just gave. The concept of the threes and the, the triple and the not just duality, but like thriality. I just yes. made up a new word. Triplicity. Triplicity. Oh, Is I that like a that word? <laughs> I love that. Triplicity. It might be. <laughs> that's, that's not just... That's something that was borrowed or, you know, adapted. Mm-hmm. Um, so if that's something you're drawn to, but you're like, ugh, Wicca, 
deep in your cultural background, it might be there. We say it every episode. When you look to your ancestry, then you're able to find like who that like triple goddess, that triple moon is for you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's just something to look for because it, it does exist. It's just the most popular iteration of it. Yeah. And and within the triple goddess, it's not just like the stages of life for me. It's it's light and dark together. Mm-hmm. It's like like you mentioned, like rage and joy and innocence and mm-hmm. maturity, like all rolled into one mm-hmm. thing. And that gives me permission and gives me affirmation that I can be all those damn things at one time. Absolutely. And that helps a lot because I'm not simple Mm-mm. people aren't simple like light or dark and people still really think that i mean even like yesterday i came out with a crop top it says less love and light and some people, people didn't mad? enjoy that well like one person it's fine <laughs> but i was just like uh, uh, they're like the world needs that though essentially that's what they're saying and i was like don't gaslight me I was like, this is a specific reference to something very toxic that you don't understand it's fine the shirt's literally for you the most yeah it's literally something you should buy i made this for you it's a bumper sticker too i'm so excited it just needs to be you know and it's but it's stuff like that that mm-hmm. are you know i don't see a lot of I would like to see more, you know, white witches. And I mean white witches in the... Uh, like phenotypically. I'm, I'm white. <laughs> yeah, thank you. I don't know how to say that. Racially. Mm-hmm. It's just funny to me. Because it's just like... <laughs> think about it, though. Mm-hmm. We are all light and... Like, you know, it's mm-hmm. we've talked about this a bunch. But it's like that... That still needs to be said. And sometimes I feel like, you know, I think things or talk about things so much in my own life... That pe- I'm like, oh, people know that. But people really don't. They really don't. <laughs> but I'm glad that I'm getting, it's getting those reactions because that means that people that don't follow me are seeing it. And they're being challenged. And they're being challenged. Which is good. Enough to comment, mm-hmm. which is rude. So in a way, that's not love and light. So ironic. You're an asshole. But thanks for boosting the algorithm. But thanks for boosting my <laughs> algorithm. It's fine. But I just find it interesting. It's just, you know, when something goes viral or pops off Mm -hmm. that it's it gets to more people and the more people have to think about it. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, why are you upset by this? You know, I'm not saying no love and light. I'm saying less love and light. (laughs) Just turn it down a little bit. But if you're someone who embraces a triple goddess, that's light and dark. That's not all light. Mm -hmm. You have to take it all. Goddesses are not sunshine and rainbows and Mm -hmm. puppies and kittens okay they are destruction and rage yep and also puppies and kittens exactly and that's what's so delicious about them so many people who are not men um people who are socialized as girls or women growing up we are taught to be accepting and to not challenge things and to be quiet and to be pretty small and to be small and complacent. Mm -hmm. And the goddess is like, fuck that. Like you are allowed to be loud. You are allowed to take up space. Like the moon grows and takes up space every month. It's the largest, Mm -hmm. well, 
it's the closest, it's the closest. celestial body yeah. to us. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows her. Everybody knows her. And she reminds us that like you, it is your birthright mm-hmm. to explore the darkness. Mm-hmm. It is your birthright to challenge the status quo. It is your role. And I think that's fucking cool. Yeah, it's it's just not. The moon is not all love and light. Mm-mm. She literally comes out at night in the <laughs> she dark. She literally comes out at night. It's just mm-hmm. funny to me that when I see, you know, people be like, goddess energy, goddess vibes. I'm like, <laughs> yes, you are divine and you can re- revel in the divinity of yourself. Mm-hmm. But goddess energy is not just positive energy. Mm-mm. That's not it. That's not Mm-mm. who we are. Goddess has blood on her teeth. <laughs> yeah. Like a vampire. Uh-huh. <laughs> Truly. That just needs to be said. And I don't mm-hmm. know. I'm, you know, we'll talk about that more. I'm sure. We might do a whole episode on it, maybe. <laughs> goddess energy. coming season three. Well, when you think about, okay, like Hecate. Yeah. Triplicity. Oh, yeah. She is on her own. She, they, they're very queer. Mm -hmm. Hecate, an embodiment of all three, the mother, the maiden, and crone. Hecate has three faces. Hecate is a fucking titaness. Yeah. And a witch and a person who presents options. Mm -hmm. There isn't one path. I just, the word extraterrestrial just popped in my head. Totally. But not as like an alien, but like extra terrestrial like yeah i don't know why no i feel that yeah. absolutely i kind of wonder if titans are like extra terrestrials you know we got to do an alien we episode. do i think okay. it's on our list it's on our list <laughs> <laughs> sweet that's gonna be good <sighs> some other lunar deities that i was looking into okay so one of my favorites is um i'm gonna make sure i pronounce this correctly because my tongue has to be in the right part chunga Yes, we have here Chonga, who is a Chinese mm-hmm. lunar goddess. And her story is kind of sad. It's the Autumn Festival. The Autumn Festival. Yeah. And she's the lady who lives in the moon and was taken there by drinking the elixir of immortality. Mm-hmm. And it separates her from her husband, mm-hmm. who is Yi, I believe, the archer. Uh, yes, Yi the Archer. And yeah, the whole Lunar Festival is all about It's a big Chunga. deal in China. Mm-hmm. Like, I work with Chinese manufacturers, and mm-hmm. they're like, we're not fucking working for two weeks. It's a no. big deal in China. Yeah. Like, it's no joke, and I always have to work around it. Mm-hmm. So I'm very familiar with that. Have festival. you watched Over the Moon? No. Oh my god, it's so good. What is Over the Moon? Over the Moon is a musical on Netflix, and it's all about Chunga. Oh, no. Is it a kids? It's thing? for kids, oh, okay. so I watched it. it many many times oh i want to watch it <laughs> and it's a musical and it's oh my god we'll it's watch so it. good yeah they like translated it into english for like u.s oh audience mike will watch it it's really good and the mike she, is chinese in case you wonder, make, like, wondering why my last name is wong that's why <laughs> um. that would be why <laughs> and then artemis oh mm-hmm. artemis is my main hangout isn't artemis the protector of girls Yes, mm-hmm. maidens, maidens, yes. childbirth, mm-hmm. like young f- feminine energy, um, but also a fucking huntress. She's a hunter. She's a yes. protector. Mm-hmm. A saboteur. <laughs> saboteur. She's not afraid to use her that. bow and arrow. No, 
Um, I also think Artemis has is like a, a segue into death energy as well. I also feel like Artemis is gay. I'm gonna say I feel say like it. Artemis is gay. I feel like maidens are lesbians, and that's good. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like uh, refusing to fuck I male see those gods. Gladiator sandals, like, <laughs> I love that shit. It's a great costume. <laughs> and also like um Virgin Martyrs, big like gay energy uh, for me. Virgin I love that Martyrs. shit. Yes. Joan of Arc. Oh yeah. Yeah. Why like, not? So gay. Love it. Virgin Here wonders. for it. <laughs> the concept of virginism is so stupid. I know. Well, you know, okay, here's something interesting. Yeah. So virginity simply meant, like, had not become pregnant or had not been oh, right. married, partnered right, before. Okay. And then over time, it came to mean, like, no penetration. And what's interesting about, like, the story of the conception of Christ is that <laughs> in the time where this was written and Mary was a virgin mother, um, it didn't mean what it means now, virginity. It meant, like, had not been officially partnered because she wasn't married to Joe yet. Joe. Yeah. <laughs> and... If you go back to earlier versions of the Bible, the conception of Mary is like super fucking erotic. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Should we do a Patreon tier where we just read the Bible as erotic fan fiction? Absolutely. <laughs> the story of Adam and Eve. Okay. Side note. I, I trolled my... I went to... Um, college for like a fucking semester and then dropped out but while I was there I mm -hmm. had to take a catholic or a know, was catholic class there was a priest I think he was catholic I don't fucking catholic know what I'm talking class. about it was a religion class mm -hmm. but the dude was clearly like we know what side he was on <laughs> and so we had to read the story of like Adam I have never read the bible like you know I've talked about this before mm -hmm. I don't know what the fuck anything is <laughs> But they wanted a volunteer to read the voice of the serpent. And I was like, because <laughs> I was an acting student. Immediately, yes. Immediate, yes. <laughs> and I read it like um, the snake from the Jungle Book. Oh, my God. <laughs> Trust, was like, Trust in me. <laughs> and they were like, what the fuck? Nailed and it. And it weirded him out big time. And it was great. He probably thought you were like channeling the devil. <laughs> no, I was like, oh. <laughs> No, I was all convulsing. <laughs> Anyways, that was fun for me. <laughs> Would do again. You know what's funny about you I saying really exactly this? Is yesterday I came home to a box in the mail from my estranged cousin who's like very conservative Catholic, but every like six to 12 months will send me children's literature hmm. about the Bible mm -hmm. for my kids, which I immediately throw away I don't even want them to look at it because it's very brainwashy and so the kids are at school so I like actually opened and started reading the first few pages oh and it was like this hyper eroticized version of Adam and Eve and like talking about like the way she ate the apple I was like oh my god Whoa. like her mouth undulated this, as the apple dripped with pleasure literally it was exactly like that I had to send pictures to a few of my friends and then like, like it goes into like this, this like, oh. Literally. <laughs> and then it segues into like being an obedient child. And I was like, this is fucked up. Ew. What the, are the Catholics okay? No, they're not. <laughs> they're really not. They're really not. There's a lot more than bones under the Vatican. <laughs> Boners. <laughs> it's fucked up. 
Anyway, anyway, that was the a trickster segue. came out to play. <laughs> so the moon. <laughs> so the moon. Did you know the moon is four hundred times smaller than the sun, but four hundred times closer? That's fucking cool. Yeah, that's just kind of. I did not know but that. It's a fun fact, right? That's really neat. Did you know the moon has moonquakes? No. That are caused by its relation gravitationally to the Earth. What? That's cool. There's earthquakes on the moon, but they're moonquakes. They're moonquakes. And they're longer and they're they're like less um, aggressive than the ones on Earth, but they can last up to like an hour. Okay, but this 400 by 400 thing you just said. Yeah. So immediately it made me think of the emperor and divine order because like there has to be some sort of order to things the same way there's you know, a certain amount of space between all of the different planets. The sun is in the center. We it, Like, the rings grow around. And the Emperor's card four oh, in the major shit. arcana. And I think there's something really divinely organized about it being 400 times smaller, but 400 times closer than yeah. the sun. Like, that's kind of blowing my mind right now. The, all that and the fact that the moon and the sun work together to create, like, to sustain life Literally. is one of the things that just this recipe of of perfect s- scenario mm-hmm. that we're even here is pretty wild. Our celestial parents. Yeah. This is why, okay, like, in, in many different ancient cultures, but, you know, the one I study the most is ancient Mexica culture and like the whole fucking day revolved around giving alms and offerings to the sun and moon like yeah. that was the work most of them yeah that was the work it went. yeah the different <laughs> phases of the sun and the moon all day mm. long Ooh, i want to know what the different phases of the sun are called Ooh, because we have all these like yeah. well i guess it's like the time of day it's time That's of day we exactly. tell time so exactly. it's like noon it's morning it's high noon there. afternoon because the moon doesn't really sunset change shape throughout the day it just changes direction mm-hmm. because and then goes bye-bye yeah it just has a shorter life but it doesn't cycle. like become a crescent in the middle of the day and then that mm-hmm. would be weird and unnecessary i know isn't that cool yeah it's so fucking cool I, I guess allegedly the moon was created. Uh, the moon is 4.5 billion years old. Wow. And the most accepted version of its creation is I think a crater hit the earth and created the moon. I don't know how. I'm not a scientist. Cool. But that's maybe it bounced off and then there was a shard and then it like. I don't know if it like create it like became bigger. I don't know. This is gonna sound real dumb, but <laughs> we are um, not scientists. <laughs> well, I'm not a scientist, but it but it but it um it hid itself while it was rotating the Earth for like a real long time, mm-hmm. and then it was revealed. What and magic. I think that's likely when things started coming into alignment to create mm. life it's like human fucking, life yeah like Fuck. i don't know if it's human or like right. you know the microcosms that were eventually humans we should just google it huh when was the first human Sign two million life? years ago yeah so this is like way older than it's us. before oh wait but then this one says between five million and 
seven years. I guess it just depends on who you ask. Look, I was almost an anthropologist, but I wasn't. Okay, <laughs> depends on who you ask. But that is interesting. But the, yeah, it isn't that cool. Yeah, I know. So magical. Just this fucking amazing rock in the sky that pulls the tides and and. The cycle of the moon is the same amount of days as the cycle of a, a menstruating person. I know. It's so cool. <laughs> and there are other organisms in nature that abide by that. Now, mm. a lot of science says there's no actual proof. They just okay. haven't caught up yet. They haven't caught up yet. It's fine. <laughs> but um, coral, some um, variations of coral seem to spawn with the cycles of the moon. So it's not just humans I love that. that do that. It's other things in nature that... That makes sense. And yeah. coral live in the oceans, and oceans are... Isn't that fucking... I just love the ocean. I love the it's ocean make me cry. so hard. <laughs> it's so no, magical. It, it's just it's so... magical. So... Well, that's fine. Fucking earth. And the moon. It's amazing. Like being alive on planet Earth because of the sun and the moon is so and I know it's hard. Like life is really hard right now. But it's now. really But it's it's magical by design. It is and it's like important to That's the thing about the moon for me is like it's comforting. <laughs> Sometimes I'll just go outside if I'm just so fucking tired. And I don't have energy to like do a ritual. And I'll just be like, "Hey, hi, mom. <laughs> hi, I'm here. I mm-hmm. see you. I love you. Mm-hmm. Like truly, I'll just take a minute, take a beat, and give recognition. Mm-hmm. And because I wish I had more time, I wish I, you know, blah blah mm-hmm. blah. My priorities need to be straightened out clearly. But we're all busy. We're all." D- traumatized you know yeah, we're, all, we're all trying to survive in late stage to, capitalism yeah we're all <laughs> just trying to and i just can't i just can't dwell on shit like mm-hmm. that and not about it i can't mm-hmm. do it i don't want to ignore it but i don't i can't just like i have to function yeah but the moon helps me function because mm-hmm. until the fucking world ends the moon is gonna be there and mm-hmm. even after the world ends I'm probably going to be there <laughs> okay hopefully I'll be on it mm-hmm. I don't know there are some nights where like the last full moon we had I just opened up the blinds and like whispered my intentions mm-hmm. to the moon and I said them out like I said it I did a thing and that was enough that is enough and mm-hmm. people don't I'll just fucking go on my rant about Instagram People putting their fucking rituals on Instagram. That's fine and dandy, but you don't need all that shit. And it's Mm -hmm. just, you can do that. That's your choice. But for people that are seeing that and thinking that that's what they need to do, that's who I'm talking to Mm -hmm. right now. And then feeling bad about yourself. And then feeling like you're not witch enough. If you have a deep enough connection to even give a fuck, you're a witch. Mm -hmm. If you even have a deep enough connection to to intuitively know to look out the window and whisper your intentions you're a witch that's enough that's you are enough there is way too much information out there and rules and rules are being created by humans Mm -hmm. by other humans don't look to them look to what's around you okay that's my spiel do what you can do what you can Mm -hmm. with the energy and the resources do what you will that you have but make it so 
Mm-hmm. That just popped in my head. Do Ooh, what you will. I like this that. is my spirit candy. It's early. Do what you will, but make it so. Make it real. Make it no. Ooh, Laura, put that on a t-shirt. She just rhymed. I liked Fuck, that. I have like full body chills. Okay, but that was. Ooh. Okay, that's wow. I'm like really sweaty and like very. Okay, I like that, that was very channel right now. Yeah. That was delicious. Oh, passionate. Spirit candy. I'm also on my period, okay? You should probably mention that. <laughs> the moon episode, I start my period on. So it's kind of perfect. I mean, I meant fuck. every word. Mm-hmm. No, that was good. That was magical. Done. <laughs> and we're out. And I can't Turn off dro- the lights. I can't drop the mic. <laughs> no, okay. That was seriously. That's it. Should I share a little spirit candy? It's spirit candy. Okay. (laughs) Spirit candy. Channeled messages from our spirit guides. Oh, this is actually kind of good. Oh. So this came from my guide, Amalia. And Amalia was actually a living human walking the earth not that long ago, 1835 to 1909. And if you Google Amalia Domingo Soler, you'll find some of her spiritist writings. They're all in Spanish. A lot of them are for prayers for children. Um, But she said something really groovy recently, and I will share it with you. Do not allow the discouragement and disbelief of others dissuade you from connecting to the gift of your imagination Mm. from this sweet gift we are able to see the endless possibilities of a pleasurable life that are ahead of us from this gift we cultivate faith in all of the possibilities and promises of a new world we discover the ways our mother earth The gods, the moon, the stars, and the fates have destined us to be of service to our passions, our planet, our people. Of all the sacrifices that can and must be made in the pursuit of a liberated earth, imagination and curiosity cannot be among them. Protect these God-given gifts, often dismissed as childish, But who among us determined that what belongs to children is unworthy? Mm. The systems and strong arms of men do their damnest to discourage these gifts, to shame them out of you, to terrifies and hypnotize you into releasing the keys of the kingdom of our sweet garden planet. Your imagination is a gift of the spirit, a gift from the great womb of creation to the blessed among creation, humanity. Your imagination is the most necessary tool in the creating of miracles, the most necessary tool in the changing of your life, the most necessary tool in changing our world. Times may be strange and dark, but my loves, times have been strange and dark before, for I am old enough to remember, old enough to know. The gift of being without flesh is that I may see that which the living cannot. And from this darkness, which oft feels eternal, I see the sunrise on the horizon. I see the seedlings sprouting from the seeds, roots traveling far, wide, and deep into the rich black soil of our earth mother. I see the sprout emerging from her flesh, stretching up from the ground, reaching to the east, 
If you do not know where to find your imagination, consult the moon, consult your dreams, gaze upon the miracle that is the clouds, speak sweetly to the flowers, sing tenderly to the birds, offer love and tenderness to your body, commune at the altar with your spirits, dance for us, raise your voice in prayer and song. Your imagination shows you the possibilities. Your good spirits show you the way. Mm. That's it. That's it. it. It's like that, like I don't, people ask me, or you know, like, oh, you're why are you a witch? I'm like, I don't want to live in a world that's not magical. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. still feel like a kid when I look at the moon. Mm-hmm. That's a good portal into Mm -hmm. that imaginative realm that I never left because I'm a creative Mm -hmm. and that's the life I have chosen Mm -hmm. and yeah the moon can show you your way back to it if you feel like you've lost it yes Mm -hmm. the moon is a blank I was imagining as you said that the moon as a blank, consistent piece of paper, like a canvas. And mm-hmm. I saw like shadows of different things like popping on the moon when you were saying that. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about imagination and like how the moon can lead you back to that. Like seeing shapes and like divining with the moon essentially, but like literally the moon's literally. surface. Mm-hmm. Isn't that cool? Like scrying. Like moon, like scrying with the yeah. moon. Yeah, moon Fuck scrying. Yeah. That's cool. I need a telescope. Scrying is very lunar. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Divination in general is very lunar. Mm -hmm. It does involve your imagination and and your Mm -hmm. intuition, and that doesn't make it not real. That doesn't make it not. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And everything about what you said about being dissuaded and all that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's that's the story of my life, you know? Mm -hmm. It's hard to push against that. Mm -hmm. It's really hard to push against that. And it's something I, I it has a, it has consequences. Like too much masculine energy is a bad thing for me. Mm-hmm. Like it's not. It creates walls and barriers that can dampen that. Not your like it can dampen your sensitivity, and then if you dampen your sensitivity, then. And it can confuse, like, your sense of self, your self-worth. And when you think about why modern society looks down upon imagination, it's because it doesn't make you a productive worker. Yeah. If you're too busy daydreaming, you can't be a productive worker. It's so... I have friends Mm -hmm. that I'm, like... I, I, like, I'm so... I hate using the word blessed. See, I don't even want to use the word blessed. Why do I hate using the word blessed? Because it sounds floofy. (laughs) Christianity. Mm -hmm. But you are blessed. blessed, But I feel (laughs) blessed and lucky and grateful that Mm -hmm. I'm an entrepreneur. Me too. My, I mean, I came to that late in my life. Me too. But once I understood it, I was like, oh, this is so much better. Mm -hmm. And I still have friends and know people that, could be out of like could do it too could like that are creative that i know want to do something like but i i you can't make somebody do that you can't Mm -hmm. you i could teach somebody i'm very good at that i could you know i could easily help a friend out Mm -hmm. but 
you can't snap somebody out of that mindset. Yeah. It's hard. It's definitely like a survival mindset that we've all yeah. has been ingrained in all of us through the education system. <laughs> yeah, it's and kind of, bootstrap. <laughs> if I had a kid, I would be like, mm-hmm. you're not going to college. It's fine. I know. If you don't want to be something that doesn't need a college degree, then don't go to college. I'm very pro, like, trade school and apprenticeship. I went to a trade school. (laughs) Like, do what you want to do, not what society tells you to do. There are benefits to going to college. You get connections when you pay that much money. If you want to work in the nine to five, which felt like death to me you gotta pay there's a price to pay for everything Mm -hmm. sometimes but yeah it it all depends what you want to do we're all giving college i know don't go to college we're giving maternal lunar advice all i'm saying all i'm saying is that i didn't go to college and look at me now yeah (laughs) i dropped out twice and it's great yeah It worked out for us. It worked out for us, and it could work out it for you. It could work out for you. And I don't have student loan debt, which is incredible. I have a incredible. wee bit, but I'm waiting for it to get canceled. <laughs> yeah, I would. It's not that much, but... I would. They yeah, allowed yeah. you to take out, you know, student loans when you're, like, a child, so it's fine. And then they, like, with crazy interest rates and just, yeah. It's kind of exploitive it's of the poor and working class. <laughs> How did we get on this topic? We always oh, end just up back everything. here. We end up back here. <laughs> so find solace in the moon. Find solace in maybe you're into Saturn. Buy a telescope. You know, I don't know. Venus. Let Mars, the celestial Mercury. bodies inspire yeah, you. Yeah. Let the celestial bodies inspire you. If you're into the sun, mm-hmm. you're like, where's all the sun talk? We could do an episode on the sun. Could do I do love the sun. the sun. I love the sun. Clearly, by my outfit. Yeah. <laughs> I know. We're very, like, bright. And yeah, you walked in and I was like, oh, we're Duality. on Duality. <laughs> Duality. 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 You know, related to the off topic tangent we went on, the moon really loves to show us the road less taken, the road yeah. less popular, the road less common. And that's that dark path that she allows us and invites us to explore. Mm -hmm. And if you're one of those people who who like the status quo just does not fit for you, like the moon is happy to be your mother and Mm -hmm. help you find what does fit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Comfort like a literal parent to me. Mm -hmm. If you Mm -hmm. have abandonment issues, the moon's great. The moon won't abandon you. (laughs) The moon will never abandon you. Mm -hmm. I know. I'm going to cry. I know. (laughs) Anyway, do you have any questions? Do we want to do questions today? Let's do, do, yeah, let's do like one question. Let's do one question. Let me pull them up. Okay, this is an interesting one. So, how do you explain your beliefs? Well, the exact question is how Mm. do you explain your beliefs of Wicca? to a Christian and Laura and I are not Wiccans, but we are witches and we can certainly speak to being witches. But what I will, what my first answer is like, you don't owe anyone an explanation ever. Mm -hmm. And I think we can channel some of that moon, some of that lunar goddess energy and know that like, you're allowed to have secrets 
you're allowed to just be yourself without having to explain it or qualify it. Um, you don't have to prove that your beliefs are worthy to someone who is not invested in understanding you anyway. Yeah. If this is a constructive conversation mm -hmm. and they genuinely want to know how I usually boil it down is I'll say I worship nature mm. and different deities that are associated with my ancestral history mm. and it's it's pagan in nature mm -hmm. and that's sort of it honestly because if you get past that you know then it's probably as far as you're gonna get absolutely <laughs> with a lot of christians yeah i mean that's sort of it it's like i worship nature that's my power source mm -hmm. keep it simple yeah i mean it's like it, talking to a toddler yeah how would you explain it to a small child it's like i don't worship god i worship nature mm -hmm. i worship the moon because i actually do mm -hmm. yeah. yeah nature is my higher power my power source mm -hmm. is within and not without mm. that's the biggest difference to me is how i explain like witchcraft it's there's a quote somewhere and i don't have it but essentially it says the biggest difference between like witchcraft and religions like uh monotheistic religions is that the power source you're praying to one god to to do things for you mm -hmm. and you are subservient but in witchcraft your power is within and you pray to receive aid in creating the change for yourself mm. so the responsibility is pretty heavy with witchcraft it's you're mm -hmm. responsible for yourself and your power source is within you and when like you said earlier mm -hmm. if you want to be a good little worker bee you're going to discourage people having the power within themselves right mm -hmm. so that's another mm -hmm. reason why witchcraft is shit on mm -hmm. and monotheism rules because yeah. that's why christianity well catholicism was so effective at like conversion and they took power yeah. away from people and put it at the altar yeah so you can only behind get it in the, the church gate. behind the gate so mm -hmm. that's really smart from a man in a dress from a big not a drag daddy. queen though because no. <laughs> so. that would have been fun <laughs> that's like the the theological difference oh Ooh. <laughs> And so it is. <laughs> and so it is. <laughs> well, okay. I guess mm -hmm. that's that. That's that. Ooh. Yeah. We're probably at time. Huh? Yeah, that was good. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you. Thank you. And thank you for listening. Thank you so much for listening and supporting. We love the moon. <laughs> we love you. We love you and the moon loves you. The moon does love you. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Thank you for listening to Third Eye Binds. Please leave us your questions at the Third Eye Line. Until next week, bye. Thank you so much for listening. You can follow the podcast at Third Eye Bind Pod on Instagram. There, submit your questions via the Third Eye Line by sending us a voice message or text DM. The show is available wherever you listen to podcasts and for you to watch on YouTube. 
get early access to episodes and even monthly one-on-one sessions with us by joining our Patreon. Find us at patreon.com slash third eyebind. Third Eyebind is produced and edited by Mike Realm, hosted by Caitlin Grania and Laura Wong. Music by Mike Realm. Set design by Laura Wong. You can find Laura on Instagram at Lady Moon Co. And you can find Caitlin on Instagram at Spirit Garden Tarot.